Hi, welcome back to MessCast. It's currently the 10th, 10th of September. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's get our days right, folks. Definitely the 10th. Good, okay. It's the 10th of September, and um, I went on a little walkabout tonight with my dog to go get a beer and see, you know, what's going on. The weather has definitely gotten cooler. I enjoy that. I can wear layers and walk without feeling like I'm going to die in an inferno. Anyway, I had the pleasure of meeting a nice group of young men this evening, and uh, there were three of them. We had Max, Vinny, and Dakota. Um, none of them are straight up white dudes. Super awesome. Uh, and we started talking. The conversation flowed back and forth um, between me and individuals until it became a more cohesive conversation and it it fired off a lot of synapses. At the end of the day, what I knew I was in the middle of were people who really want better from the world. And they're specialized in their own experiences, but they see a bigger picture. And so even though this recording may seem a bit of a cacophony and chaotic, it mellows out towards, you know, the middle end. Really what you have is four excited people to be listening, engaging one another, and offering what they have from from their experience. I think it's great. It might not be for you. If it's too much, shut it off. Thank you for joining, and I hope that you um, enjoy it. Here we go. Hi, welcome back to MessCast. I'm a Blue Raven. I've met some kind young men this evening, and we're talking about how the world can be better. Join us. Barter. Well, like, I mean, you know... I think the government gives like some type of like false security to like that's how they, that's how they gain influence us yeah. into believing these yeah. concepts yeah. and ideas so that we're following and like their footsteps would be like hey and we're too busy yeah. we're too overwhelmed with what has to quote unquote be done to think for ourselves and be like maybe it would exactly. work better with a tweet liberty liberty scares people so they'd rather have security and be told what to do people don't want people people are too busy with their lives to think about what's going on like i've talked to some people and they're like what do you mean there's going to be a famine in europe in africa and uh not not europe but what do you mean there's going to be a famine in africa and middle east um in the next six months i'm like do you not know what's going on no one knows what's going on because because, they because the the government only directs like in terms of america the government only projects what's happening here. Yeah. It's not globalized. I mean, we are... What? It, it's compartmentalization of information. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, like yeah. mainstream media is very much polarized. Um, each department, yeah, each department of everything only gets so much information, and so we don't have transparency. We don't have a clear picture of what's going on. But the major consensus, I would say, is something's not right, and and it could be better. 
you know, if that's where we put I some focus. don't think it, my, my perspective is, is I'm a realist in this, is that it can't be better because my perspective is, is we have always been and will always be the warring nations. You know, you think back to history, you know, there's always been nations warring but against one another. what happens when people no longer self-identify that way? I, what do you mean, is part of a nation? I think that can yeah. t- constitutes the breakdown of a nation or breakdown of society. When you no longer have a national identity, society breaks down. It's what's happening in America. It's what's happening in the West. The West is breaking down because the West doesn't have a national identity. America is breaking down, and I, my perspective will enter a either very violent or very peaceful separation. It's not, not going to be peaceful. I'll tell you that right now. Okay. Sure. I'd say we're going into a civil war. It's either going to be the separation of America will either be extremely violent or extremely civil. It's not going to be in between. It's going to be one or the other. And America will, in the next 25 years, cease to exist as it does because it does not have a national identity. We have two completely separate worldviews that's what's going on there's there's people who abide by it's it's more than hyperpolarized we have have, i'm sorry this is this is this is egregious in its terminology but it's true we have a hyper leftist society which uses an, an entirely different vocabulary for what is going on. They have they have the same we have the same words, but we have different defi- definitions. Yeah, yeah. Which is Common true. Ground. This is true. Yeah. And that goes true. and that goes back to media and, too. Yeah. Because they use different different definitions for their words. And most people on the right don't know that. I as someone who doesn't identify in either I real I know what's going on. They're using different language. And they're well this is this and they're like no this is this well because so most using... people are existing in the middle of miscommunications well, because they they're don't, existing they're in their own in their own the polarized area but on I'm going to be this is this is my opinion this is because most of the most of the world or US you know in the last 10 years 20 years you know they have acceptance has gathered you know most I'd say 90% of America accepts gay marriage, accepts people for who they are. They accept a more liberal society. Is but that is that due to generational growth? <laughs> I yeah, it's due to progressivism. But progressivism in the last five years, seven years, has gone too far, and people haven't caught up. And because of this, this is what it is. It's a cultural revolution, similar to what happened in China similar to happen in Russia, it is a hyper-progressive, very authoritarian, despite the good intent, this is, this is, this is what's different, is they are well-intentioned in their meaning with everything. This is how, this is how they're winning, is the culture war is being progressed by the left with good intentions, but is destroying society. Equilibrium. It's destroying equilibrium. It's destroying the equilibrium of society because of how far left they yeah, have yeah. moved. Because progressivism can mean a lot of things. Be- just because it's good intentioned, 
Anything you know, can be weaponized. It can be weaponized. Exactly. They are a weaponizing marginalized groups who mostly don't want to be part of this, yeah. from what I've noticed in my research and reading and we, listening to a lot of... This is the equality of, state. You want to know what? Women didn't even actually want the boat. Men you tell us wanted to use them I have something on that. This is controversial. On the boat. Um, Everything's controversial. Well, I mean... So should women be in the work? Should women be in the workforce? Like there, sure, there, if there they were, want to be. Were but the push, talking heads of people the, who the push for women to be in the workforce was capitalist propaganda. This is before and, the workforce. Well, yeah, I mean, and also it was the beginning of the destruction of the family. Because when two parents, right? I'm 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 very much pro nuclear family. I mean, it's contra- so, so it's very me, controversial nowadays, especially for people on the left. I'm pro nuclear family. I'm also I'm pro gay marriage. If you want to have people, if a, if a gay couple wants to adopt adopt kids, I'm fine with that. So that's considered a nuclear family, so in my opinion. Let me, let me interrupt. Um, let me interrupt, Max. Max. The family is being destroyed, so the government can take over as the caretaker, which is what's happening yes, in this. I agree. With yes, you. the government wants to, and is they are, they are, currently, and I they are indoctrinating the kids into a utopian worldview to create, this is true, I'm sorry, this is true, a utopian communistic society in the United States. So let me, let me interrupt you. All right. So, I mean, like, you know, I've taken tons of women's studies courses as a sociology minor. Do you think that the feminist, the feminism has, like, uh, current feminism or tradi- traditional? Just current. I mean, like I we're, think it's ta- gone we're too talking far. about current feminism. Because there was a few years ago, there was the kill all men. There was the Ghostbusters. There was the kill all men. There was the kill all men movement. Yeah, but you which have, was bad. You have like the progressive feminism, and, and then you have like the whole like the whole different sides. If you want to look into Gloria Steinem being a CIA plant and that and feminism being essentially Whoa. a psyop, look into um, that. Who? I'm not a feminist. Gloria Steinem. Gloria Steinem. Was she a uh, what was she? She was, was she a like, writer and an uh, iconic person. Well, who in the was 60s. who started uh, Planned Parenthood? What's her name? Um, because whoever it was was a eugenicist. Yes, she was a eugenicist. Exactly. Yeah. But like, I feel like uh, you know, from taking. I these, think anytime you I mean, put I'm, a label I'm st- on I'm a still group pro-choice, of people, but that's where to... weaponization happens. It's like I don't call myself a Christian despite believing in Christ or the tenets of Christ. Why? Because would Jesus look at that and be like, "Yeah, these are my people"? No. Yeah, don't give me I, the title. I, I, I get that. Actions speak louder than words. I. I was raised. I was raised Greek, or, Greek Orthodox. I'm Greek. Okay. Um, if Greek you can or, tell by his complexion. Yeah. Yeah. I was raised Greek Orthodox. All of skin over and, here. And um, do I believe in God? In a sense. Well, do I believe page. in? Like, there's a higher power of some sort, but like, what is it? Who gives it a name? Well, you know, because like, well, like, the thing is, is this is this, most people who are religious would disagree with me, but. My opinion is. Well, why is that? There is. Why would they disagree? Because they're ideologues. Um, there is one God, and there's different lenses to look at God through. There's well, the Muslim hold perspective. On. Hold on. Hold on. There's the Christian perspective. There's the Jew. So Jewish let's perspective. Let's say even there's further, the it's each of our eyes well, individually are that collective <laughs> that is. You said there's one. There's one. The there, there has to be one God because why? You know, look, because, look at the Greeks. You said you were a Greek. 
The Greeks believed in multiple gods. Well, because that that was not a polytheistic religion. Well, so there's, what, is there, so is when, there, when did that change? Because they believed the god of love. The god, I mean, I guess how they could, I guess why they so, would see that because so like, there is a, there is a certain energy to love. There is a certain. Supposedly, we're all God's children. We're all byproducts of God, well, and if God we are brothers and sisters of Christ, why isn't God all of us looking through individual lenses at its creation individually? Because culture, because biology, because because uh, culture, culture changes perspective. It doesn't want and us to allow that we're I not connected to each other. Biology drives behavior, which drives culture. This isn't saying we're all human. No. I'm I not. think that the powers that be don't want us to have situations like this where what are the like, powers though? Oh, we're both into like feel like ravens guide us and stuff yeah. like this. But what like, are the powers? What do you mean by everything has a conflict with itself until it reconciles its own conflict? And that's, yeah, so, I, 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 but like that's, that's nature too. I, mean, I have the, I have the wrecks. And I so that's the, nature, though. I, I mean, have the rational side of my brain, and I have the emotional side of my brain, which yeah. are always in conflict. And right. Mostly, I and I have trouble with the emotional side of my brain. Um, but let's overpowering the rational side because I know the rational side. So obviously, how do you find balance and reconciliation? But, but let's simplify this, right? <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, why, yeah. that's why I go to let's, therapy. Let's simplify this, right? Let's let's talk about nature. So nature, equilibrium. Nature, yeah, as a Libra. Well, no, just truth. <laughs> but yeah, but no, nature is a, a major balance of everything. It's the only thing also that man is actually threatened by other than itself. Exactly. I don't think man is threatened by nature. It is. Well, not modern man if, because they're like, I bought we, all this we, stuff we at REI and we I'm are, fine. We are still uh, prehistoric man. I think but we, if you go out into nature, you, I've camped you out your, for three months devices. by myself just me and my dog well we would be different yeah because you, you, you change you, that's you what to because that's who we are at to a, at you you stick up with nature because that's who we are because, 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 because so many I feel like things outside man, man that's most dogs I feel like though. man no, it's half um, the hogs in Louisiana man pigs got loose is better in Tribal settings because we are still tri- we are still, whatever people we're think we are still tribal. Yeah, because we used to be we we we, 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 we existed so. in small tribes and then you know what animals closest to us war 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 peace okay let's coexist farming farming and then but we that, we that, that, that doesn't change our biological nature biologically we my fucking spleen. we we perform better in. Unfortunately, tribalistic ideological settings. But when we expanded, you know, different and came together, <laughs> different ideological because the, every tribe and they were smaller, and then they grew and grew and grew, and then. Well, you have to think about industrial complexes too, where it's like we're going to start a factory with all these people to do the same job, which takes away from a smaller community where people are nuanced in what they do and how that community works. Now you're putting people through the factory setting where they're yeah. becoming mindless of their surroundings because they're in an artificial environment. They're being taken away from nature and they're not tuning into the natural cycles of nature as they occur in the, the material world outside yeah. of an industrial I, setting. I would agree. But, but what does that do? I still... 
And hold now on. we have lighting that fucks I still hold feel... On, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. But what does that do when... Because you're, you're like a chatty Cathy over there. <laughs> I know I am. I'm sorry. But what, is that, what does that mean for people in factory settings when they're getting replaced by AI or machinery? This is going to be a new depression. A different kind of depression. Like the depression of the 30s, but differently. Yeah, I mean like when Henry Ford came out with the assembly line. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a beautiful concept and beautiful idea, but you know, I mean, there's so many different nuances. Did he come up with the assembly line, though? The people no, who first got automation, automation for, for instance, like, exactly. But like in terms of automation, like what she was saying is that when when we start relying and being mindless because yeah. we're just in an environment, yeah, what happens when you're separated from that environment? Well, what do you do? And a lot of people migrated for those kinds of jobs. And think about this, because this happens every day still in the, this world. That the people who are working those factory lines to make something called a, a vehicle, a car, that would give certain people who could afford it ultimate freedom, in their opinion, faster than a horse, right? Those people building those parts could never afford a car could never afford that same freedom they only made enough money to barely survive and that's interesting because that's different now because it's become more it's it's, still it's, happening it's the total the opposite now people, though people right? have cars though no, but, people have cars. but there are people in this world today who work as servers in high-end restaurants who can't afford the food on the menu but but going back to the whole horse and cars and stuff right yes I, I would I half agree yes but, but how go- many servers do you know I don't know but I know some servers high, can I, make a lot of money no they can but yeah. that's going back to living that's not to pay for a very small portion on a beautiful plate sure okay they could afford it yes because they have the cash in hand yeah but the value for what their money is going to yeah okay I get I get I get so so I want to revisit the whole horse and car thing right so back in the day like you said is that you know people who could afford cars have more freedom more luxury Mm -hmm. because they could afford cars and they could go further and faster and stuff like that however I would say that in this day and age, I mean, you look at the prices of horses and stuff like that and cars, it's reversed. So people, more people own cars than they do horses. Yeah. Horses are more expensive than cars these days. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they're more... They're more beneficial because you can get more out of them Especially, in a sense. Like a nice, depending on where like, you're at and what, it, yeah, you know, what you're a using. A nice for. horse would be like. But most people a, use their horses for spectator sports. Well, yeah, like a nice horse would be like eighty work. grand. A nice car is like thirty. They want to start killing yeah. the wild horses out here because we're overpopulated with them again, and they want to turn them into meat. And I know people eat horse, horse meat in the UK and stuff. Apparently, but like, uh, Taco Bell uses horse meat. I don't know if that, that's, that's what someone told me. Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, well, Taco Bell's a whole other thing. But we're not blame the players. We're not arguing. They're bringing we're back the Mexican pizza on the 15th, guys. Whether they're they're already, they're already I, don't even, I don't even like Well, Taco they did, for, and then they sold out. So yeah. they're, then it was gone, but they're bringing it back again. They for also real. want to see bugs. But. Yes. I mean, okay, if you, if, you haven't, if you haven't eaten bugs, come on. I don't... Like, bugs. have you ever had a? Wanna, have you ever had a cricket? I don't want to eat bugs. No, I've never wanna... knowingly, purposely done it, and I know it wouldn't kill me. Hashtag. Something about a crusty thorax just doesn't. 
don't know. Yeah, but when you eat, when you eat potato chips, I d- it's the it same consistency. Be like I can't look, you know. But that's a cognitive thing. Right? It is. It's definitely. it's more it's that's more so it's culture. But like the thing is, people say, oh, well, plenty that. of people, plenty of people across the world eat. Yes, but the thing is, the people who are eating bugs across the world in different. It's still the poorer population. Like the the mu- the, the, who the, eat the mid- mud cakes. The middle like. the middle class in the East East Asia isn't eating aren't eating bugs. And there's from what I've noticed is there's this propaganda going around of oh you should eat bugs. It's better for the environment. You're a bigot if you don't eat bugs because other cultures eat bugs. That's an actual article. I saw it. It was posted by New York Times. That you're a bigot if you don't eat bugs, um, and I just really want to make that well, and, bigot and lens so, bigger and, and, and bigger. touching up on yeah. that. And touching and, up on that. And before, the thing is, is most cultures. Let's just say there are cultures that eat bugs. It is usually the lower, cl- the lower of the lower of the lower class right, right, right. that eat the bugs. Right. So even because, lobster was low class at one point. Yeah. It was like the insect yeah, of the sea. It was. Yeah. And now it was it's, it's, it's like the cockroach of the sea. Yeah. yeah. But, but you yeah. know, I mean, when you when you think about eating bugs, right? There's a statistic out there saying that... I'm not that, falling for the propaganda. No, no, no. There's a statistic out there saying that anytime you eat a chocolate bar, whether it's Hershey's or Godiva or whatever, you're eating probably like 17 no, bugs or something more, like that's, that. No, I, I, I know what you're talking about. Okay, well, and then that's there's more this. Of a quality like, there control are videos of people there is cleaning a, their vegetables and fruits in the sink and all these worms and things coming out of them and like little gnats and things. And I've listen, heard, I'm not totally a are person. About, are you talking about the strawberry? Are you talking about the strawberry? You soak the and strawberry. And grapes and stuff. I've I heard that's that's actually not bugs. That was. I, I, I don't. I don't mean to. I think they're parasites. Talk, talk which about. Is even I don't mean to overtalk you. But there was this, there was this trend on when I used to actually watch TikTok. I don't. There's this trend on TikTok going around of people soaking their strawberries in water with like salt or whatever. Uh, vinegar. And, and vinegar and the stuff would those weren't bugs it was something it was like fibers or something and it was complete misinformation it wasn't bugs Um, but even then but the chocolate bar is definitely that's a thing that's more of a quality control thing it's not every chocolate bar you're eating has bugs in it no there's some in there Parts per thousand, yeah, there yeah. Can parts only, per million. Parts per million, yeah. there can only be X amount of bugs in it. But it's okay, so, so specifically talk we about are Hershey's. We're already doing it. We just don't acknowledge that we're doing it because it's so far as we know below the level of having to report it. You can't. You can't even tell. Like that, that, that's yeah. how low it is. Because people say, "Oh, every Hershey bar has." But I bet it's happening. That's, I mean, but, but, most Hershey bars do not have bugs in it. But it's the thing is, is I will say that Hershey's, the, the way Hershey's was was founded, and the way that it's so prominent now is that Hershey's chocolate is completely different from any chocolate because they use spoiled milk. They do. I did not know that. Yeah. Farmers cheese. They so, and you know, so it's not even buttermilk. It's. It's it's literally the way that Hershey's tastes different. I mean, I'm sure you've had like multiple different chocolate bars, mm-hmm. either Hershey's or Godiva or any yeah, of those other ones. Yeah. You can tell that Hershey's tastes a little different, right? Yeah, and I don't like it anymore since I've tried other chocolates. Because because it's like some type of spoiled milk, and they were like, oh wow, this actually tastes pretty good. 
So that's why I started using that. However, I mean, I mean probably soon, but we have plenty of time. And, it's only and they were heading up the market at that point in yeah. time. So it wasn't like other people had better things to compare it to. It was like, locations. oh, now we have a local kind of delicacy that we can build our town off of. Like yeah. people still go to Hershey, Pennsylvania to tour that factory and walk through the whole thing. Do you want to change locations? You're still, you're still joking. Oh, Mandy, you can come with us. Or are those your friends?